live. Alex, how are you, bud? Good, good. How are you? Good. So uh, I, I think we've had some success since we've parted ways last time. Right, right. Just well, let's, let's hear about what happened. Huh? Um, I had a pretty good weekend. My yeah, good. All I know is I got, a, I got a video that's, I don't know if the ball's landed yet. So tell, tell me, walk me through your weekend, your pretty good weekend then. Um, how, how did it feel? Like We, we did pretty good. Um, the first two games, our team kind of struggled, but um, we did good overall. Did you? We went to Dallas for the five stool championship. A lot of good teams there. Uh, went one and two. Um, yeah, but um, some kids were in slums. Some kids were hitting. Um, we were making some errors. Yeah. I'm not going to play anybody out because we win as a team and lose as a team. So, yeah. Doesn't so basically, regular baseball then. <laughs> it's right? baseball happened, yeah. Right? Ups and downs, it sounds like. So, uh, kind of what we talked about, the one, the ones with the most consistent variables, right? The ones, no all the variables, right? The ones that can be the most consistent usually went out. That's kind of what you're describing, right? Sounds like your challenges that you guys had was exactly that, is maybe some challenges of the variables that everybody has to deal with, they weren't able to stay consistent. Now, I know that there was, you were a lot more consistent this time. It sounds like uh, you cleaned up some of the thoughts in your nugget and was got to banging a little bit this week, right? Uh, I, I saw, I got a couple videos from your dad that looked like great at bats, and then I got one that was an absolute bomb, right? And there's a couple different things, good and bad, on your side on some of those videos that I received and some good and bad, even from your mom or dad or, or the fans or coaches that I can hear in the background, right? And it's uh, – and, and that's kind of pointed at you, Ken. I know some of the videos earlier that we got, it was, come on, Alex, arm up. Come on, Alex, do this. Come on, Alex. Keep the head in it, right? But the videos that I got that were awesome, Ken, uh, I mean, you were you were silent. It was almost like a calm before the storm. And I, and I'm, I know that uh, we talked to some of our, our editing people here. They're going to put this video in when we do kind of stream this video, go live with this. We'll, we'll put those videos on here. So right now we'll probably be seeing a bomb. You dropping a bomb or something right now, right? And we can, and I want you to hear... Uh, as I kind of set this up to play the clip is I want you to hear how quiet it is right before you're at bat and almost look how confident you are. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Way to 
go, Alex! All right, so why don't you walk me through that at bat? Uh, all right, and and you know the video clip. Walk through that at bat, your approach, what you were thinking, and all the good things that were happening. Um, as my puppy's eating things, I had to fix her. Go ahead. During my bat, really started when I was on deck. Like we like I was timing up the pitcher. Um. He, he was, he was missing a lot down the middle, okay. and um, my teammate before him, before him, Patrick, he got a base hit to left center, and he missed down the middle with him too, so I was just like, my hitting coach Justin Geiger said, uh-huh. and I think you said, uh, no, I I don't think he said, it. I'm swinging unless giving a reason not to. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's and good. I, like, this, this dude wasn't really throwing outside. Mm-hmm. Just middle, middle inside. I was still looking for an outside pitch because that's that was my approach. I want to say. Yeah, but you're so you're simple minded because your coach, what your coach said, you made you feel confident and aggressive, simple minded with your approach, right? That's kind of what we were trying to limit your thoughts. So your coach, that's what I was saying, your coach was spot on with that. And probably because you were receptive because you prepped yourself on deck, solidified your approach, and got to a very a spot where you had lim- limited thoughts. You were, you were in the zone. Like the things that you started telling me are all variables that are helping you get to where you want, not what you don't want. The, the advice that you heard from your coach intuitively you picked up on that. It was what you needed right there. And you heard it. You felt it. You applied it simply. You didn't put a whole bunch of your thoughts into it. He actually helped you reduce thoughts, right? And then so you went into the box, started on deck. You had a plan. You prepped. You went up there looking for your pitch with your approach. Then what happened? Um, Besides Boomtown. <laughs> Walk no. me Talk to me, talk me going into the box and how you felt compared to what some of the past conversations. Uh, your brain was scattered. You had thoughts going on. Your timing was this. You're trying to overswing. Tell me how in the zone and flow state you were. Um, I was in the zone, short story, but like the night before the series game. Uh huh. And I. Seeing all the hitters, what they would do, um, and I was trying, trying to be as big league as possible, like taking my feet, doing my little routine, um, and that swagger, yeah. Not trying to hit it gone. Those dudes were just barely swinging, just hitting line drives. Yeah. Um. And um, I the first. I got two pitches from this guy. The first one was um, middle away, surprisingly. But for that pitch anyway. So I swung, pretty good swing. I fouled it behind me, though. Um, And I made an adjustment because um, he he threw a little slower than I thought. Because, like, from the on-deck circle, it looked like he threw a little harder. Uh Uh-huh. And then... 
Patrick, the guy that hit before me, got a base hit. The dude tried to pick off the first he balked. Went to second. I had a little regrouping time, putting myself in that place. Um, and then um, that's when I hit the home on the second pitch. Um, okay. I just did the same thing, dug my foot a little bit. Um, did my little routine. Um, like that little leg. Any yeah, I, like but... that little, I like that little leg kick you got going. You didn't have that here. I like that. Oh, the, one of the reasons um, I think I held it so long is because the dude's windup was pretty funky. Uh -huh. Like his leg kick was really, really slow, and then he'd go really fast. So kind of hard to read. Kind of um, And then the dude didn't throw any off speeds, and he faced like maybe seven hitters. Yeah. So that was stuff you were picking up on on deck and in the hole and and in the dugout, right? That's money. Yeah. Is that, that what that did is you you help produce thoughts because you you uh, kind of answered the question. Sometimes you know, throw a breaking ball, change up, curveball is coming in, coming out. Like you quieted that talk because you did your homework. When you went out on deck, you lessened your thoughts. You were prepared. You were you were self disciplined. And now, you know, kind of what we're – the score program, which we're kind of going through, right, kind of perfectly leads us into it. You were confident. Your confidence was high because you didn't have any thoughts, any variables that were going to get you away from off. You, everything you described to me, how has it put you in a positive state, right? <clears throat> so what are, what are two things that, that you think that – what you said on deck, on deck was one of them. And also limit your thoughts. What's a, what's another thing that you can improve on? Do you think you can make be better to keep that feeling that you had be successful? Two things. Yeah. What? No. Just give me one. Just give me one. You've given me two things already. Give me one more. Something that you can improve on. Something to be that you did that at bat to be a little more consistent. Maybe it's the things you just rambled off. Maybe there isn't anything more. Um. Was your did you reaffirm your approach as you're getting in the box? I th I think I have one thing. Okay. Um, the f the first pitch that I fell back. Um, and then the second pitch he's going to throw, but he balked. I was thinking if he throws enough, he's going to swing. Not fastball middle way. You said that so again. That, I'm look. I said if he throws an off speed, I'm just not going to. Swing. Because okay. I'm looking for a fastball. But I wasn't thinking I want a fastball middle away. I was okay. thinking don't swing at the off speed. When you hit the home run? No, that's when he balked. Oh, okay. And then I regrouped and then I thought fastball middle away. Oh, okay. So what about when you when you got the fastball middle away after he balked? Where'd your head go to? What were your thoughts? Can you even remember any? Or was it get in the box? Mm -hmm. Here we go, see it, hit it. But sometimes that happens because yeah. it just all of a sudden it happens because we're in the zone. We have so few thoughts. You're in the zone like that before you know it. And boom. And you're like, what just happened? I just reacted. Like, how did that happen? And was it one of those jobs? Yeah. See, that was good. We've been trying to work to get you to that state where you've done all your prep work before. And as you go in, it was as simple as you were looking for a ball. There wasn't anything in your head. Like, you can't, you notice how you can't even. I don't know what I was thinking because you weren't thinking anything. 
you were you knew you were enough and you were going to be aggressive. That, that was it. And the, what your coach gave you, that was all you needed to get in there, right? So that, that was money, right? So uh, now that that happened, you had success, and we kind of have some of the formula that, that helped you get there. What are, what are some things? So you had a couple at-bats after that, right? What were your at-bats after that? Um, your very next at-bat, what did you do? Just tell me the result. What did you do? Ground out of short. Okay. And then what about your next at-bat? Ground out of third. Okay. Okay. Well, did you have another one after that? How many at-bats have you had after that home run? I'm pretty sure I had two. Two at-bats? So that's, that's where we sit now with two at-bats right after your homer, right? So uh, so there's two rollovers. And if I know you, because I do know you, I think when you got a little excited and you do your little hand dump, did you do that? <laughs> that's what happens when you, you hang out with me here in Utah for that long, right? I kind of know your physical tendencies when you try to get excited and then you – Oh, I'm going to hit this one further. I'm going to, what I think happened is you got to the point where you're in your approach and you were trying to mimic the result that just happened the day before or the at that before. You tried to mimic that result. You went in the future. You have to stay in the present. You have to stay in the now. You have to be self-disciplined to be as disciplined as you were that home run to not think anything. Grab on the things to lessen your at-bat, which happened to be your, your hitting coach. You were intuitively brought your breasts down to five to six breaths per minute, probably. You were able to hear your coach. I knew you were in that zone because you were intuitively picking up that the pitcher wasn't throwing any off-speed stuff. He continues to meet, miss over the middle so I can turn my aggressiveness up. And don't give me a reason I can't swing. You know, like what your coach said, it was very simple. You were self-disciplined there. Had the confidence. Now, you go to the other at-bats, you try to mimic the result rather than mimic the approach. You follow me there? You got to fall in love with being able to, because you can control the, the process. You can control the quality at-bat of the process of your mental game. You have control of that, the whole thing, right? And that also having control of that helps you make adjustments in your approach. When think, Say you do hand up. Okay, why did I do that? I think I tried to get a little excited. I bet you didn't think less thoughts, attack fastball, think right center up the middle like you were thinking on the home run. Very simple. Hunt my pitch. Just don't, just not even offer non off speed. Just hunt my pitch. Looking heater. Hunting my pitch. I know he's missing out over the plate. You were laser focused out over the plate where he's missing. You told me that, right? You picked up on that on the mound. Very limited thoughts, okay? Which gave you confidence. I'm going. Right now, sometimes when we're feeling good and we have a home run, we try to mimic that result rather than mimicking our approach, what we can control. So if we can get to the habit of trying to mimic the approach you have, working with your coach, hearing the things your coach said, maybe maybe phrasing that phrase that your coach gave you before you went to that bat that made everything simple, that kind of clicked, having that as a mantra in your head as you're going out on deck and into the box. Right, that's a you know huge key, and you communicate with your coach that that could be a thing that he sees that lessens your thoughts, right? Because I think that's the thing that 
all this travel, all this stuff that you've been doing, moving all over the world, starting school, doing all this that's going on in Alex's life, for a split moment, you had zero thoughts. You couldn't even tell me what you were thinking before you got in the box. It was so pure and in the zone, right? You weren't thinking about anything. And so we want to be able to get to that spot as often as possible. So finding those triggers, right, and, and able to hold on to those, that's a good thing. And that's a good thing to be able to uh, know what they are so they can bring us back into the zone. They can be those score makers instead of score breakers to be able to identify those score breakers. So when we get out and we hand dump, we can identify, okay, I just got excited. I'm trying to mimic my result that was yesterday or the previous at bat. Stick to my approach. I'm enough. I'm swinging at my pitch till he gives me a reason not to, like your coach said. Very simple. And staying in that approach rather than, I need to hit a home run every time because that's what got you here. That wasn't Alex before because you didn't, you weren't worried about proving or showing anybody how good you were. You knew everybody around here has known you since you were five and six. There was a comfortability, but now you're trying to prove added thoughts, right? Trying to get to a result rather than falling in, in your, uh, your approach or your process, right? Because you can control that and why not? Used to be live in that process. Because you weren't worried about the results because around here in Utah, they were happening left and right, right? So being able to control that process is a huge thing, okay? What are, what are three things, uh, three ways uh, that we can give ourselves confidence to get us back to where maybe you were that at-bat? So because now we've had two, two at-bats where we've hand-dumped or tried too much. What are, what are uh, some things that we could do? So lesson thoughts, like. So think about the process you went before you went up to the bat. What are what are a couple of things that you can do to, to get confidence, oh. to continue that confidence? Say you hit the home run. What are something that you can tell? Because you're only as good as your last at bat. What are things? Because we want to hold on to that feeling, right? We don't want to search for it. We just want to hold on to it, stay in that zone. How do we stay consistent with controlling what we can control? What's something that we can do or a phrase or, or, or something you can do to, to keep that? So it's not home run, three rollovers, home run, three rollers. It's home run, couple doubles, home run, couple doubles, maybe single, couple bad at-bats. It doesn't waver me because I control the process. There were quality at-bats. Double, couple bad at-bats, real bad, starting to get mad. Oh, did my uh, uh, mechanisms that we talked about the first week some visualization got me back to where I'm going, solidified our thoughts and my approach, and then we're back into where we're at right now, right? Having a real simple process. So what's something you can do? One of my things that I used to do, right? And I think I've told you this before. I was in Chicago, kind of struggling, right? And uh, I was working with Jim Fannin, and I was in Miami, or maybe it was in Miami. I think I remember walking around Chicago. Maybe I was playing playing the Cubs. I don't know who I was playing against. I know I was in Chicago. Uh, so I was walking around town and he, what, he said, put your music on. So I put a little Van Morrison on, right? I'm walking around town, feeling good and talking about telling myself I hit solid. I hit solid fastball middle of the way. I hit solid fastball middle of the way. I hit, and see how many times I could say that as I walked around the city up and down 
you know, went to the Nike town, went over, got something to eat at Quiznos, walked back up to my room, saying that phrase over and over, feeling how fun it was to be around a major league city and just beautiful city as Chicago, right? Grabbing all these gratitude things of making me feel good to get back in the zone. Because when you hit home runs, it feels good. You feel confident, right? So getting those and being able to walk out into the city and be in your environment, being in the now, that helps you attract the zone. Is that that uh, kind of being thankful for your surroundings and being aware of what's going on and limiting your thoughts. And all the while, I'm solidifying my approach, which I'm going, my fit phrase, which what your coach was telling you, which I think is an awesome one, simple and cool, it got you locked in. Jim would told me in that spot that your coach said that, I hit solid with an accelerated bat head. Simple. That's what I was doing in the box. I was doing nothing else. I hit solid with an accelerated bat head. Where it went, I don't care. That was my approach. I could control that tonight. And I couldn't hit a red side of a barn with a bat at this point. Right? I was catching good, but I wasn't hitting very good. And I, when I did that, I ended up having a pretty good game. Kind of like yourself, because I, it was like bottoms in. I'll do anything. I sold out to it. And all of a sudden, I was like, whoa. All right, I'm solidifying that approach where it reduced my thoughts over the course of the day. As I was walking around town the prior day, it was like, I'm going to have to face Jenks tomorrow with that curveball, or I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, face this guy with this nasty cutter. Uh, he's been jamming me in. I've been getting jammed a lot, but I want to look over the play. All those thoughts, which chatter that's inside of every ball player's head at one point, right? I got back to, I hit solid with an accelerated bat head, okay? Walk around town. So what I want to challenge you to do is when you walk around school, okay, adding this onto your walking through the classroom door as a batter's box, right? With self-discipline to walk tall, proud, like you're in control, looking people in the eye, right? Long enough to distill eye color. Walking into that room with confidence. And before you're walking into that box, the batter's box or that door into each classroom, saying that mantra that your coach said that something that thing that keeps you simple walking into that classroom for that does that make sense or any room walk into a room with your because you can do it as easy at home i'll walk outside this door when we leave that would be my first opportunity to say i hit solid with an accelerated bat head throw me that fastball simple thoughts right and you do, the more you repetition to do that that reduces your baseball thoughts down to what you want not what you don't want you follow me with that Okay, Ken, do you understand that? Kind of reiterate and, and, and discuss with him with that. All right, so that's a home drill, all right? So confidence, what does confidence mean to you? Like when you're walking in that box, what is that giving you? What kind of superpower um, tool is that? Confidence means to me that like when walking in the box, it means like I'm the best player on this field. Yeah, buddy. This picture gonna get me out. Like that. You can just sit down now and get me out. Yeah. It's exactly it. That that feeling when you're saying that, and remember, you don't have to have this is an Alex Krasner said. You don't have to verbalize this to anybody. It can be as cocky, confident as you want to feel. Okay. Respectful. Okay, because that's the proper way to do it. You know, being respectful because you want to honor you like you want to honor your opponent. Right? You're going to honor him. He's got a good slider. But if he hangs it, I'm banging it. I respect it. It's, it's nasty. But if he hangs it, I will get you. I will get you, Verlander. 
I will get you, Zach Grinky. Right? You gotta, you gotta have that confidence to, to be the best. You gotta be the best, right? To be able to beat the best, right? And saying those things and having that self fulfilling prophecy before you go into action, super healthy. You felt it before you, you actually dealt it, right? You feel, throw that like where you could say, I could see the confidence in your face. I want to, I want you to feel what you were just doing to me over this Zoom call every time you walk through that. So that feeling, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm sure everybody that was tuning in, we could see your face to see how confident it was. It was different. It wasn't like a, oh, John, I don't know. I'm like, I just moved into this house. I got this new coach I'm trying to impress. I got this hitting coach. I got my dad who really wants me to get a hit. He won't shut up. And I'm trying to do what he's trying to do. See, look at those eyes. I'm trying to get my elbow up like my dad wants me to do what they did in the 50s. They don't do that anymore, like Babe Ruth, right? They're, you know, so we're, we're reducing all that and getting to Alex's simple-minded, focused things, challenging you to be limitless thoughts and think what you want, not what you don't want, okay? And and I want, I want, I think having confidence and and being able to have self-discipline to stay in your approach when you're feeling good you're, you're, the next one is O for optimism i think you're going to see you're going to have a lot of optimism if that confidence is high all right so go and work on that this week we'll circle back up around monday or tuesday next week i'm sure i'll talk to you and your dad before then uh with some of the drills that we got going because i want to throughout the week i want to hear about them it's just because I want you to be real familiar with that feeling of walking into the box. Think about how many at-bats it could have went different if you, even if it was a fake it to and make it, go through the routine to help yourself get in the zone before you go in the box with all those at-bats. Yeah, exactly. I know I have about 10 that eat up my soul to this day I could still do that would have been big at-bats, right? That if I would have switched just that confidence of feeling like I could make a difference just by that self-talk going in the box, it would have made a lot of difference in, in a handful of at-bats, which, you know, one at-bat a week can change you from an average to a Hall of Famer, okay? So uh, those are huge at-bats, huge area to be able to pick up, all right?